Welcome to the Band Voices podcast. This is Joseph Dunnigan. Band Voices is the podcast from the Band Books Museum, a museum in Tallinn, Estonia, that exhibits and preserves books from around the world that have been banned, burned and censored. In this podcast, we preserve the stories of authors, editors and publishers who have experienced censorship or persecution. Band Voices does not necessarily endorse the views and opinions of its guests. Our role is to give them a platform to tell their story from their own perspectives. This week I talked with Captain Roy D. Roy is a writer of two books and a contributing author to a third, and he has his fourth coming out. He is a part of the QAnon movement, which started a few years ago in the United States, and his books outline the history of that movement and its philosophy and Roy's beliefs. Roy is currently filing a case against Amazon for removing his books and his author profile without notice, and that's how we came into contact. As you'll hear, I didn't know much about QAnon before I talked with Roy. I've never met anybody else in the movement. And so it was good to be able to have this conversation and find out what his movement actually believes and find out how he feels about his representation in the media and how he's been treated. I would like to go back to the beginning. Can you um, tell me the whole story from the beginning? Because here's the thing in uh, here over here in Estonia, we don't have this. uh, We don't have the QAnon movement. People don't know about it. And people when I'm speaking with when I'm discussing with my colleagues and most people over here, they've not heard of it because I'm recording and the museum is in Estonia in Eastern Europe. So we're quite remote from uh, the whole movement. We're quite remote, although, of course, we know about Trump and, you know, his um, presidency and everything that that entailed and the election battles and all of that kind of stuff but actually the the average person off the street is not doesn't really know anything about QAnon so what I would really like is if you could uh, kind of uh, go back to the beginning and explain like the origins of the book and the origins of uh, I don't know how much you want well, to I'll talk about yourself to, but, but I'll do it real quick but basically and this is what the media has let out let let out you know not really highlighted on is that a Q is a whistleblower. Q is nothing more than a, a government whistleblower. And the word QAnon is that we were the anons, the anonymous people that, that Q was talking back and forth on this message board to. So the, the, the media actually made up the term QAnon. There's Q and we're the anons. You know what I mean? So that's, but a lot of people start with the idea that nobody talks about that there is a Q plus. Nobody even ever the media when i talk start saying that, that it starts with the idea if you know about trump then there far as and q is a worldwide movement i know that estonia is not it not touched but i mean they've just big paper about japan and different places you know what i mean i see germany i i've not been there i've been to these places in my history i i was in the travel industry so i've been to all these places i've mentioned not estonia but um uh but but uh that there is a Q plus and every one of these millions of people worldwide that are involved with Q following Q, the whistleblower, all the anons recognize that there is besides the whistleblower, there is a boss called Q plus. And we all recognize that as president Trump. So right off the bat, there's the associate. If you know about president Trump, that's, we consider that him Q plus the boss of Q. So that's, uh, and and where where the Q movement comes in into Trump's presidency is two different. And if you look like a uh, a the way corporations or mobs do a hierarchy, 
is that there is we all believe that there was a a military board of individuals. Let's just almost say like a Masonic secret order, a military secret order in the United States that went to citizen Donald Trump and asked him to run for president. If this is our every QAnon person's belief is that we believe that that Trump was asked to run by this military group to begin with. That's the basis of the, the cube belief is that we were informed that Donald Trump for notoriety or money or whatever reason did not want to run for president. He was asked to run by this military group to stop these plans that they, they discovered, these plans, these evil worldwide plans. Worldwide viruses is one aspect of what they discovered. And they asked him to run to try to stop this. Once uh, And the Q movement was also developed by the same military group, not so much from Donald Trump. So if you look at the chart, the military people went to people like General Flynn and said, develop this, this Q group that's going to assist President Trump getting this information out and getting to our end goal. So you have to understand is that we all, everybody recognizes like a chairman of board, the military people that asked Trump to run all recognize he's the boss now. You know what I'm saying? He's the chairman of the board, even if the, all, all the board of directors, he was a normal person and they just asked him to run. He's the now he's their boss now. And the same with the Q people that we were developed to assist to get this information out. Q is just a whistleblower that's been approved by Trump and this military group to get out this information. Now, we didn't know this all in the beginning. We've come to learn this after three years and the end of the Q information project. All it is was information. And the information was needed to go around a corrupt fake news media. The, the information that they wanted out was to be unfiltered by a corrupt worldwide media. And that's all Q was, was a, another media outlet. Q was just information. And we recognized Q as a whistleblower because we hang out. Where, where the anons hang out is that's where normal whistleblowers go in the United States, where we hang out this, this 4chan and 8chan is a little hangout for in, exchanging information, but it's a place that anonymous whistleblowers, the reason we're all called anonymous, can go to exchange information. If you want to talk about something about Putin, you know what I'm, I'm saying, or something about Markle, what, whatever that you got information that you found out or your cousin or your dying uncle told you who killed John F. Kennedy, you know what I'm saying? This is where the whistleblowers yeah. go to have information. You're, you've been fired by the CIA and you, you want to talk about the Bay of Pigs or whatever. I'm saying that, um, uh, that this, that the Q knew that this is Q went there deliberately because we're the people that hang out and look for this stuff. You know what I mean? It was kind of Q didn't accidentally start posting there. The Q knew that who we were, we came to find out that we were kind of targeted too by Q to get this information, to get it out. I mean, you know, I, my car is in the shop right now, the Corvette I was telling you, because it's been, it's a hate crime. People carved mis, uh, satanic symbols all in my car. And it's, why did they do that? Because you know, why do people threaten my life every day? Why, why my, my books banned? Why did the banks just recently cancel all my accounts? You know, I, we're, 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 we're what we feel we're fighting a global enemy. And uh, it's it's a, a real war. I mean, you can see these books are normally not pulled off of the bestseller lists. My one book was number one in censorship. That's why all these lawyers took my case for free. I just it's just not because 
they, they can see that I wrote a book about censorship. It became number one in the world in censorship at Amazon. And it was still number one in the world in censorship years later when it was removed, when it was censored. You, you know what I'm saying? How, the lawyers say, how, how much more perfect can you be? <laughs> you know, if you're talking about free speech, you can, you know what I'm saying? The lawyers are saying we're all in on this case. They don't like what I write about, but they're all in on the principle, at least in the United States, that political speech is protected. Just to be clear, the Q plus refers to the international movement. No, no, no. Q plus is one person. It's Donald Trump is the boss. Ah, OK, Q. OK. But there is an international. You, you, you believe that? The, yeah, I, I'm saying that it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter if you're from German Q or Japan Q or United States Q, Canada, everybody would recognize, just like they recognized there was this military group that asked citizen Trump to run. They recognized that everybody now, that Q plus, the Trump told this guy, this guy gave, most whistleblowers go around the, the government to get their information out, right? They're upset, ex-employees, whatever, UN people, whatever he was told to do this. It was his job to get this. He was told paid by the boss to be a, a whistleblower. So it's a whistleblower that has government approval. If you, you know what I'm saying? Q was unique in that manner is that he was told to give this. And of course that was contrary to what the establishment wanted to hear. Just like Trump was contrary to what the establishment wanted. Q was against you know, that. Every media was against whatever we said. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about the international movement. That's very interesting to me. You, so there's well, I'm saying that, that around the world, like in Germany, there's also uh, Q or there's a group of people who are kind of compiling uh, their kind of um, their insights and their inside knowledge, their, their own version. Yeah, and and they're kind of using their and they're finding whistleblowers in their own countries that are kind of doing the same thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you know the one whistleblowers come forward is given more whistleblowers. Um, courage. I see. I see. And this is what you wrote about in uh, the Great Awakening. Well, yes, it's a worldwide Great Awakening. What I'm saying is, we didn't start out to have this huge worldwide movement. That's what all these lawyers say. I said it was just a group of us found this queue to begin with, and we're the we're the survivors. All my friends, everybody else, have been taken out or silenced. You know what I mean? We're the we're the last of the wounded soldiers in this battle from the Q movement. Uh, everybody's been, you know demonetized and deplatformed silenced you, you know what i mean whatever you could say threatened <laughs> and within your community do you the um the kind of information that you have or is that um you share that together but do you kind of uh, conflate that information with each other and challenge it or is it a is it a kind of small group well that, that, yeah, exactly well, no, that's that's how this all started, was that we were a small group on the boards and we would do that to anybody that would come through. We would say this is Estonia whistleblower talking about corruption in the government. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We don't believe it day one, you know, but again, if day one pans out and you come back and give us more stuff day two and that pans out. And then I talk to some of my buddies and say, hey, take a look at this Estonia whistleblower named Z. <laughs> that, that, you know, I'm just saying. And, and day three, it pans out. You know what I'm saying? We And our group had gone through this procedure the year before with this guy called or this a person, entity called FBI Anon. The year before, a lot of times in the history of Q, is that the Anons got together with this whistle, what we figured out to be a legitimate whistleblower the summer before, 
at the same place because that's where whistleblowers go. This person said, I'm with the FBI and we're going to and I'm going to tell you information about Hillary Clinton and and whatever. And that that information panned out. But see, FBI only lasted for three weeks and everybody by the time the third week, there was hundreds of people now starting to follow. The first week, there was the same ten of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that find FBI and find Q. And then we kept saying, hey, take a look at this. Day five, everything has come true. You know what I mean? We can't wait till day six till he tells us something tomorrow. That's the summer before. So I'm saying before Q, we kind of had a little dry run with this this person called FBI and And then so then, but it only lasted three weeks. And then FBI and never come back before or since. You know what I mean? It's a little footnote in history. But ain't all of our people all acknowledge that, that was pretty some serious stuff. Because normally people come by and I come by and say, Oh, I'm an ex-CIA guy. Here's this information about who killed Kennedy. You know what I'm saying? You get all this stuff off the wall and I'm anonymous. How are you going to determine me or not? You know what I'm saying? By millions of people. Mm -hmm. So it kind of snowballed. Well, I'm saying Cube, like FBI, you know, proved, proved themselves day after day in the beginning that we kept saying, everybody take a look at this, look at this. And then to the point when we got censored, that's when it really came hit home. Why are they censoring us? Why are they trying to blow us up? Why are they trying to shut us up? We formed this little group because it got so busy where we hung out and did our work on the Chan boards. We went to Reddit. Reddit's a pretty big place. And that's, that's a pretty free speech platform prior to Q arriving at Reddit three years ago. Trust me. And so we said, OK, we're going to have this Reddit. And it was called Calm Before the Storm, later the Great Awakening subreddit that we said, okay, all the public can see what we're doing, exactly what you said. We're going to bring our stuff, what we do amongst each other, verifying, running information about each other, and, and whoever wants to lurk and watch can do it because the boards are getting too crowded with these people just hanging out, you know, not asking dumb questions, you know what I mean? So you moved to Reddit basically for a bigger platform. For the public. The public, yeah. To, to, and, and so really the hardcore Anon stepped there and see, I was one of the writers so I led the way. We were actually the original posters. We would take what these guys would dig up and write long form stories. And so me and a couple other guys were the main and first writers at this subreddit in January of 2018. Now, Q's only been out a few months and it's starting to become in the news, like people like Alex Jones. And, you know, the news is starting to cover it. the uh, especially the alternative media was all over us right off. But so we just got that thing going and we had like, maybe uh, 50,000 members, which is a pretty good subreddit. And according to their own statistics, we had a million lurkers, a million people would stop by with individual IP addresses. So um, it was a pretty big Reddit, but it got canceled. <laughs> you know, it got banned. I mean, this was three years ago. This is long before the, uh, the, the guys with the, uh, the movie stocks, the ones, the, 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 you know, the recent thing uh -huh. with Reddit. They only got banned an hour and that was all in the news. I said, we've been banned at Reddit to this second as we speak. But anyway, we got banned at, at our first Reddit. Then we, we jumped and formed another one, tried to be underground called Great Awakening. I said, that really was not a, 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 a name that, you know, that they, everybody associates with Q now. What was Reddit's justification for that? The, the first one they said was hate speech. Trust me, this was in, uh, in, um, March of 2018, calm before the storm was was banned at Reddit. It, it's in the you know it, it's in the paper, it's in the news. But I'm saying it was a bold move for Reddit. There was no whatever. They just came and banned. They said there's hate speech. You know what happened was there's some pe paid people came in and wrote stories amongst each other, 
and they had paid the mods off to let these things go through. It, 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 it was a, you know, a operation to blow it up. I mean, whatever. So we, we started fresh and learned from that. And, and then that, that got up to be uh, like 200,000 people and 3 million lurkers, the, the Great Awakening sub. And then that was all eliminated September 2018. They just said, Q, no, no longer uh, could be at Reddit, at least in positive f- forms. There's been all these anti-Q Reddit subs where you can go all day long and talk about your mother's involved with reddit and how do you get her involved with q and how you can relieve there's all these 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 uh these hateful q subreddits that have all been allowed to prosper in tens of thousands of members but now it's just like at, uh, at amazon right now there's q books at amazon but it's only about these writers that have been writing negative stories about us you know what i'm saying so they allow for the publications which are against your exactly. movement, but not, not in same, favor of the movement. One hundred percent. That's that's a part of our big case, our legal case against uh, Amazon. Is how can how can this be? It's you know at least with uh, eBay, they took every they, they didn't have the personnel. Anything that even resembled Q, they got eliminated overnight, regardless across the board. So I mean, at least you can almost say they did it fairly. Um, eBay when they pulled everything related to Q, just not my books. There was other. There's other authors. It's just my case is a little different because I was fortunate enough to have a publisher. Most other people have written their own books and they're self-published. They provide it third party. Same as a T-shirt. They provide the books. But mine's with actually a publisher house and mine's mine's a contract violation. That's that's where our lawyers are going to get Amazon. We decided not to do a, a civil lawsuit against them. We're going in on Florida contract laws and we're letting our governor DeSantis and the attorney general take the lead. We're filing a criminal case against Amazon for violating contract laws. It's kind of dry. There's not going to be a lot of money involved, but there's there's it, it, Amazon will like have five days to put the book up or somebody goes to jail. It's not about money anymore. It's about jail. But hang on, before we get there, where, where does your book come in? And where do you come in as a writer of an actual physical book then? The, the date is 100%. There's, it's crystal clear because up to this point, all we all me and my friends were doing were posting articles at eBay under this kind of this new great awakening deal. And we kind of were backing everything up. We knew that we were under being observed. The first one was already canceled. And uh, any you know, we all learned because hardly anybody had backups then, you know, so we've learned to back up all of our material because you could be canceled any second. But the, the day that we were canceled, which was September 12th, oddly enough, after September 11th, September 12th, 2018, the day that Reddit canceled our great awakening sub is the day that I got together. And I said, I knew I had enough for a book and I knew a couple other guys that were much better writers. I mean, I'm a retired travel agent. I knew guys that actually were probably did writing for companies, whatever they're, they're real writers. They had English majors. Mine was economics. Um, that, that these guys had the same amount of material. So I, I said, if I, I'm going to reach out to some publishers and see if we can just, um, get some stuff in print. I said, kind of, that was, this would be our second big, you know, banning at Reddit. And this one seemed to be permanent. And that was three years ago and it's been permanent ever since. So we called that one. Right. And so we said, let's just leapfrog. Some of us didn't want to go make YouTube channels. Some of us didn't want to go to social media. You have to understand most of us were anonymous to begin with. I never had Twitter or YouTube in my life. We're anonymous people, you know, so we don't have social media. I, I said, let's just do some. And I've, I've written my books and all my buddies are in their anonymous names. It's not like I'm writing a Stephen King. I'm Captain Roy D. 
you know, I w- that's not what they called me in high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I told the publishers in the second and third book, we got to stick with it. I can't change it now. They wouldn't have known me by my real name. <laughs> anyway. Well, I did wonder how I should address you actually uh, during this because I, I saw you also you also write under a name which is uh is sorry it's w w oh that no wait that no the first book see that okay so this is this is how it got together is that we all had enough for our own individual books and i got a publisher and she's the one that said why don't we just take a couple of your best best of and do a conglomerate for the first book is what she said is that and she actually had this idea i have to give her a publisher idea Originally, I was thinking maybe me and this other guy could split a book and it'd be half of each of us for the first book. But she said, let's mm-hmm. spread it all out and get 10 people involved. So the first book, and I was the editor and put it all together or whatever. Um, but it, it, we had a bunch of, it's a, it's a 10 authors. So it's no one person. And we couldn't put 10 names on the cover. You know what I mean? So one of our big sayings amongst the group, and it's kind of, kind of odd you know it's timely there it's it's kind of the reason we used it too i came up with that was where we go one we go all is a saying for our movement is that you know everybody is you know is needed everybody's on the same level you know uh we're, we're all in this together you know it's like a lifeboat mentality it's it's an old john f kennedy saying he has it etched on one of his bells on his personal had had on his personal uh, yachts um but uh, and they've made a movie movie out of it, White Squall movie. It's in the White Squall movie as that saying where we go when Jeff Bridges says it, says it in that movie. And they have a bell um, in that mm-hmm. on a ship movie. So um, it's a historical name that we've just adopted. We've used some matrix sayings too. a lot of our stuff is we have matrix sayings, the red pill. You know, and a lot of our our symbols are from the Matrix movies. Um, you know, it's just something we've copied. But I use that because it just was it was 10 of us. And it's kind of it was a group effort. And that means it's a group effort. And it kind of, you know, it kind of really fit us. I'm glad now in hindsight that we did that instead of putting 10 names. Plus, a couple people were changing up to the end. It was hard. These people I've to this day, there's people involved in that book that have turned down lots of checks from Amazon because they want to remain anonymous and to receive a check in the United States from Amazon, you got at least you, you do something with the IRS. You know what I'm saying? So these people have turned down big checks to remain anonymous, even after this book is number one in the world. You know, they, they mm-hmm. that's who they are to this day is they just gave it away and said, take our material. And if it helps, it helps, whatever. We, we don't care about the money. We just want to get this stuff out. That's how most of us were to beginning. You know, I'm not saying anybody's changed. There's some people that have big shows now and, you know, there's some, like I said, I've never sold a book. <laughs> some of us have just taken the, the, the low profile that we're just kind of doing as, as much as we can volunteer. We do. I, I used a lot of my book money to like redo my car and to travel to all these places and do shows and things and come out and do that. Cause I, I volunteered early on in the, uh, uh, before the books, before we got banned, I was the spokesperson at Reddit in case somebody would call like yourself and say, what's this Q business at Reddit when it was still, pretty popular it was growing and it was really a popular sub i mean we had a couple hundred thousand people when it got canceled on one subreddit and it was really active with millions of people watching what we're doing (laughs) and uh but i was the spokesperson not that we got many inquiries but anybody did i said from the beginning everybody on this movement cannot remain anonymous 
so I just volunteered because I was one of the older guys and I was already retired. And you, you know what I mean? I just, there's people that are anonymous because of their jobs or their family or whatever their own reasons are. They were, you, you turn down tens of thousands of dollars to remain anonymous and you're pretty serious about it. You know what I mean? Um, so I volunteered and these people all said, Oh, fine. You go be the volunteer. No problem <laughs> to, to do the interviews. When, when we just had the Reddit before we were all banned before the books, once the books came out, I've been the spokesperson for both books and we've got a third book coming up. It's uh, if I get the first two up, I've got a third one all ready to go with the publisher. But so if anybody calls inquiring about the books to either the publisher or me, I, I do the, all the rest of the people say, They've, you know, I do the interviews for the books too, if, if I'm making myself clear. I, so I've mm -hmm. always done the media interviews for the, for a lot of the Q stuff because everybody wants to remain anonymous. <laughs> well, I want to get to your, I want to get to like uh, Amazon and uh, what happened there. But before I do, you, you mentioned that uh, Q has kind of, uh, the QAnon movement has kind of uh, wrapped up in the last no, year. The, the actual, the information from Q that we would all wait for every day and did for three years. Oh, that's what I said. FBI non lasted three weeks, but Q lasted three years. That's why there's millions of followers worldwide because everybody kept saying every day they kept waiting for the next day. You know what I mean? From mm -hmm. started with 12 of us to, you know, to like 120 million. It's, there's a lot of people. They, they, the polls say there's a lot of people. I know the U.S. that there's 20% in the U.S. So we, we've got a lot just in the U.S. alone. 20% follow Q or no, no of Q. They'll believe part of it. Like I ran into people the other day. They, they, there's some bad elements that the press has pushed that are all false. You know what I mean? But eating babies or whatever. You know what I mean? Give me a break or aliens or people come back from the dead. You know, none of that's in the Q stuff. They, this is just the press making up negative stories. Or there's one crazy person out of 120 million. And give me a break. Give me any group of 120 million that there's not going to be one person does something bad. And then you can say the whole group's bad. You know what I mean? It's a large group. So anybody puts highlights on one bad apple is they're, they're really kind of doing the whole thing a disservice. That's what the media has always been approaching because like, they, they never want to have me or my other buddies that have been around a while on. They want to always interview the, the press people that have been writing negative stories against us. You know what I mean? CNN doesn't call me and say, what about your book? They'll call this guy from uh, from the Daily Beast that writes articles or from, you know, the Sun, you know, Mirror, Sun Mirror UK or whatever the, the, the paper is that that has been writing for three years negative stories about Q and they'll say, what's going on with the Q movement? I mean, of course, the guy's going to give every negative thing in the world. And this is what they've always done. The, the lawyers have been just amazed that this has been the trick of the media. They said that you and none of your people, other guys have written books, other people that have big shows, are never odd Fox or whatever. I said, not only, I mean, I sent them stuff ahead of time so that when the book came out, they couldn't claim that they can't find anybody. You know, you know what I mean? I already knew what the media would say. Here's this big anonymous book that's number one, but we can't find anybody because they're all anonymous. You know what I mean? So I sent all the big CNN, anybody you'd want to say, not overseas, but all the U.S. media outlets, free books with my name and phone number saying, I'm not anonymous. I'm part of the anonymous. I'm, I'm the person for the interview. So you know what I mean? So every time initially they said they couldn't find any of us, that was a bold-faced liar. You know what I mean? The books came from Amazon. Somebody signed at Fox News. Somebody NBC, I mean. I did it on the second book. I mean, this is what the lawyers love is that it, all this is trackable. You know what I mean? You know, it's just whatever. So, and then they come and say, we, we don't know how to find, 
we we can't find anybody from Q. You know what I mean? I said I I've got all you've signed for books and you there's ten emails that you you said no to. You know what I mean? They've responded and said they we don't. <laughs> so your book was out there. You're sending it to the media. They are kind of um, denying that. From your perspective, they're denying that they have kind of received it, but it's on Amazon and it's doing very well. Yeah, I said that the, the, the ironic thing is any of the news people in the United States you'd want to say about it, most of them have written books themselves. You have to understand they're a news person, but Rachel Maddow or Anderson Cooper or Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson or any of the media people here, they're also book. They're author, all of them are authors. You know what I'm saying? They all have books out and they're all in the same place where my books are and they're all so I've beaten all their own books. So on top of it all, you you know somebody named that you don't recognize that's out of the blue that's beaten everybody's book. You know what I'm saying? It stuck out like a sore thumb because every other name on the top 20, and I'm number one, you, you, you know, people would recognize, but not, you know, certainly where we go, when we go, all they wouldn't. But you know what I mean? They Out of the blue, who's this number one book? And we've been there for years, you know. And how long were you up there before suddenly? Well, how did how did it happen? Did you get an email saying, "Hey, we are removing your book," or did your publisher? No, well, get... the, the first the first book came out in the beginning of two thousand nineteen. So you have to understand, it was number one in politics the first week it was out, number two in the world worldwide. It stayed there for the whole month of March. I mean, we it was you know a big time book, and even though it 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 wasn't in the main categories two years later when you've got a big book like that, you can, Amazon lets you put it in a couple subcategories. And one of my subcategories I picked for that first book is always censorship because it was about being censored at Reddit, you know, part of the book is about that. So it, it, so it, it remained number one at censorship, mind you, you know, on top of, so it was censored. I mean, for two years, it was number one. I mean, it's, this is what the lawyers cannot believe. It wasn't like it was some book that's forgotten or never got on there. It, it, it went through all their, their filters, and then it was promoted by Amazon in their hot books. I mean, Amazon promoted this book when it came out in 2019 as a popular book. You know, wasn't like they were hiding it. They were making money off my book. And, and it remained, oddly enough, in one of the subcategories, censorship, until it was censored. I mean, that's really what got the lawyers all on board. I've got the stuff. Here's number one in censorship, and it has all these positive reviews. Plus, it has all these positive reviews. So they can't say that it had any kind of negative press, never had any lawsuits. You know what I mean? The only negative thing was everybody complained and was yelled at Amazon is why they even let us print. Amazon was getting yelled at for a lot, first, even allowing us to get in print, and then second, allow for promoting us. But see, it, 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 you know, if, if everybody's buying your book and it's number one, it automatically gets promoted. You know what I mean? That's what Amazon's telling them, and I'll tell them the same thing. You can't yell at Amazon because everybody's buying our book and it's number one. It says it's number one. You, you know, to say it's not number one is a criminal act. And this is where we're getting, you know, we're getting into the point where you take a book voluntarily off for no reason and keep other books up there. You, 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 you've broken a contract. So either you fix it or you got to pay for it, you know? So that's, that's what's coming up. It's just, it's kind of a dry case, but our lawyers love this approach. Because we're just using it with my Spygate book, my second book, not not with the Great Awakening. Because I'm suing them on my own for the second book is my book, my individual book, Spygate, and uh, and uh, it was just a lot cleaner. I didn't have to have twelve anonymous people. These guys don't want their checks; they're not going to get involved with the lawsuit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm kind of fighting this first one on my own individual book with the same publisher, and uh, 
and we're going to get that kind of iced and, and victory, and then we'll be able to negotiate in a little better position for the other book. Just to be clear, can you give me a rundown of the books? Oh, so I have The Great Awakening. That's that's the first one that came out in the beginning of, of 2019, February 2019. And then I had my individual book called um, White Hats, Swamp Creatures, and QAnon, A Who's Who of Spygate. Kind of a long title. <laughs> but, but it's from the same publisher, uh, uh, relentlessly creative publishing and uh it's uh that came out in the uh october of 2019 about eight months later but my third book is another conglomerate because we had all these people now that maybe didn't want to be on the first book because they weren't sure it was going to succeed they all want to be on it so i've got another 10 myself and nine new people in this another book continuing continuing the battle and they're all big popular people that you know, they kind of were busy or didn't want to be in the first book, but want to be all now in this next one, you know, hopefully it'd be another bestseller. You know what I'm saying? They, they're not in it for the money, but everybody in the first book is now a bestselling author on their gravestone. You know what I'm saying? It's on their resume. And so everybody now, I'm like Tom Sawyer, they want to get involved with the next book. <laughs> and so actually the fourth book is going to be my other buddy's book that was done in 2019, it's kind of dated material, but that's already been done on the shelf. And I promised them that. So we had a lot of stuff that was done at the same time. It's just been a long time getting it out. Plus his publisher, I've been battling her. I said, we can get all the same books out the same year. She didn't want to hear that theory. I broke a lot of principles with these guys, but it's the first kind of book that actually we had ended up with 12 authors. So it's, it had 12 people combined one chapter each. You know what I mean? Just the idea is kind of different for a best-selling book, if you think about it, for many books that, you know, it's a conglomerate, you know, it's like a package. And that's really what we did. It was best of 12 of us gave us our best thing just to get it out there to tell people what we're doing. But uh, that, uh, you know, that was kind of the thinking about mm -hmm. that, that book, if that makes sense. It was a new movement. We figured this was the best way. You know, everybody had good stuff to contribute. Well, at time will we'll dictate. I mean, there's some people that have gotten from the publisher better reviews on their individual chapters they say oh i really like this girl's chapter and i have to say she wrote a really nice chapter you know what i'm saying there was, there's 12 different themes so i didn't have one person did memes there was one one chapter in the first book because the memes a lot of people don't even know what i'm saying but you know about memes right yeah yeah of course online okay memes. but i'm saying a lot of older people don't even know what i'm saying about memes <laughs> but i'm saying most younger people know but i'm saying that that there was technically a meme war that went on, you know, and there was back and forth with the memes. And there, so I had one of the chapters in the first book was just all these different memes just to kind of chronicle, you know, put that in the history. We looked at this first book as a history because everything we had was being erased at the time. You have to understand this was like a lifeboat. And I sold the fact is give me your best stuff. We'll get it in print. I said, I said, they'll never, they'll never get around. If we get it in print, they'll never burn the book. I said, well, the, the country will never go that low that they'll take this book off. If we get it out there, I said, at least we'll get our stuff in, you know, historic because we thought everything was going to be canceled, which now it has been cancel culture. What nobody knew that term in 2018, except us, because <laughs> we're, we're the victims. Reddit had never canceled anybody. YouTube, a lot of these people hadn't really started banning people. The, the real fever of cancel culture hadn't really hit yet. I mean, we're talking, that's three, three and a half years ago. And then what, how, the, how exactly did you find out about the 
banning or about your removal from Amazon? Did you get an email? I saw it myself because I was just kind of looking at the the ratings because every once so I'd see how it was doing, make sure it was still number one or, you know, you know, wherever it was, it was like still a thousand. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of authors look at their ratings, especially if you have multiple books. And the other one, my individual book was never anywhere near as good. And I've always had hope that if the Durham report came out, my Spygate book would jump up there and it, the Durham reports yet to come out. That's just something internally here in the U S but, um, involving Spygate, the reason I wrote the book. But uh, so so I was looking and I saw it disappear. And I'm thinking, you know, you know, I had been drinking, wasn't in a pub. You know, I'm like, the, the book just disappeared on my eyes. I'm serious. At midnight, and late at night, I was just looking. And I'm like, God, then I look at the, my homepage. Or, and see, I have this author page. I always, because I'm single. And, you know, whatever, even for interviews, I, I didn't send it to you because I don't have it now, but I used to send out my Amazon and it's in the best selling author page. Um, it has a little picture and a bio and it has your books listed underneath. You know what I mean? It was a nice little deal to send out as a good calling card. So I called the publisher because just the one book had disappeared. And it, but Great Awakening is the first book they pulled. I mean, I, I watched it live happen. I just happened to be online when it just like the witch disappearing in the rain. and. Uh, so I called my publisher and I said, you know, is there something you're doing? And she hadn't heard about it and she'd look into it. Well, the next, and she's in Mexico city. So it's just like you, there's several time zone deal with Mexico city, my publisher. And I said, you know, she'd look into it, whatever. And I was kind of upset, but I was thinking at least they didn't get rid of my, my, my author page. I still have one book up there and my picture, my little description there. And I kind of put them single in my email. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a good page for me. And, uh, <laughs> and, but my one book and the other one's gone. I'm thinking, you know, and it has books, plural. I'm like, I can live with that. You know, I said, they'll never get rid of that book. I could almost see that publisher even said, she says, God, she said, I thought they'd pull this thing a long time ago. I mean, you have to understand there's been thousands of negative articles written stories in the news, you know, about this book, you know, mad that whatever, everybody's wanting this book off. And, uh, so the next, so you were not actually, you were not surprised. Well, the publisher was saying, I was shocked to death. And the next morning, mind you, the next morning I get up and I watch my other book disappear and as that disappears, also my author page disappears. So they take three components from me, both books and my little special author page. And so I saw it. And then so I called the publisher back and, I, and she's like, she had not done nothing and she had heard now she's heard nothing. And so it, she wasn't even notified for a month. And this is one of the, the lawyer's contentions is is because I'm with a publishing house. See, I couldn't the publisher. Amazon had my publisher's proofs. They print my books. They print the books. If you're with a big publishing house, there's an option. So Amazon prints and sells the book. Amazon's our printer and they have all of our proofs. And so we just, and not that we were in a hurry to go and take it to somewhere else because we figured we're just going to litigate this thing. You know, I don't want to go to another place to sell the book and whatever. We're, we're number one at Amazon. You know what I mean? We're going to fight to get back on Amazon. So we really didn't, but she was never notified for a month. And she called, she'd been writing Amazon. What's going on? What's going on? Because she has other books now, mind you, that nothing's happened to. She's a publisher. You know what I'm saying? What about these two books? And I've got a third book with this guy. What's going on? You know what I mean? So she's, she's already been deposed by her legal team. I mean, Amazon just didn't let us know. They just took it off. And there's really no reason. It's just like, at least uh, Reddit kind of came up with a reason. They created a reason, even though it was false and fake. 
then the next day, so the first two, but like every day they kind of had a program. Then some of my buddies that had their self-published books, some of my friends that also were on, I mean, number one books in their own categories. You know what I mean? These were other number one bestsellers in politics about Q, friends of mine. Even though they're self-published, they had books out. Those were removed like the third and the fourth day. They took all the books off. At the same time, they took all the T-shirts. You know what I mean? Their, their reason was, we're going to get rid of these coffee mugs, the T-shirts, anything to do with QAnon is off the platform. Except if you're like these certain writers working with these major publishing houses talking bad about Q, then we're going to promote your book and you're going to still be out there and whatever. I mean, there's books right now. You can Google up Amazon QAnon books and there's, you know what I mean? There's books available. I don't know what to say. It's Did Amazon explicitly publicly state that we are removing this QAnon stuff because we politically disagree with it? In advance, they did in January, but they never mentioned the books because they couldn't because they weren't removing all the books. They mentioned, we're going to remove these third-party items like T-shirts and and uh, coffee mugs and some pamphlets. That's all they, they went, deliberately went out of their way, never to mention, oh, the lawyers have come through all these public statements. Trust me, they, they never wanted to mention because... They, they and, and, and really, the media's never covered this. There's been books, Dr. Seuss, that was actually banned, not 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 censored. But anyway, there's there's this guy that had this trans book, Ryan or something. But there's been other books that Amazon's messed with after mine. They've gotten all this publicity. Part of the deal is with Q is they never want to give any kind of good publicity. They ignore us unless it's something they can use that's to put a stake in your heart. I mean, seriously, I. You know what I mean? We're, we get it's the strangest treatment. I mean, I'm used to it, but it's the, I, I'm bringing this new law team along and they're just amazed at the, the way this is being done. It's deliberate. You know what I mean? It's just these things are not done accidentally. You know, we're dealing with high powered people. You know, I mean, there's people with vested interests at stake. My next books, but my big chapter is Ukraine Gate. I did it six months ago. Not knowing Joe Biden would be president. It's all about his son, Hunter Biden in the Ukraine. You, you would love it from your part of the world. The, my Ukraine gate book is that's all about all the, the all the corruption over there. I mean, that's uh, at the U.S. is doing, mind you, not uh, I would say that just like he's victimized the poor people, of Ukraine and, and other areas have been victimized by this deep state. I mean, we're fighting a common enemy. I think that's why Q is spread to these other countries, Joe. So. And so this this is your next book. My next book is called uh, is the Silent War Continues, which is a Q saying, and it's going to be by where we go when we go all to our our second group because it's going to be myself and nine new authors. Um, so that's that's and I, the other nine people have all agreed to it. They know what their chapters are. This was all done before the books. The first two were banned. I mean, my my chapter Ukraine Gate's already done. You know, uh, and most other people's, I wouldn't have asked them if I didn't already know their stuff was already done. And I could count on them. They're top notch people. I've seen their work. You know what I mean? And so the book is basically done. We're ready to roll with it. And it couldn't be any more timely. It's about Hunter Biden, the president's son. But they don't, you know. And there's another thing I was trying to emphasize to the lawyers is that, you know, <laughs> It's not like, you know, I'm underground as the spokesperson with these two books. It's probably well known, just like we were trying to hunt up lawyers that the governor DeSantis heard about our case, is that the people knew that about our third book coming out about Ukraine Gate. And what's a good way to stop that is to pull the first two books. I mean, there's many reasons why they pulled the first two books. But one of the reasons I was trying to stress with the law, law team is that they're preventing this third book from coming out. 
you know what I mean? It's just sometimes it's uh, it's the. I see. So, so you feel that they are they're motivate. The idea is that uh, they remove your platform before you start talking about a person who is in power. Yeah, it's we're you know we can find at this point. You know what I mean? There's people that have come to us say we'll print the book. But you know what I mean? There's it's not we're holding off from even doing anything with the book deliberately, and it, it's like a black market. The books, the hundreds of thousands of books that are out there, have all increased in value. You know, people are all like, "Get loaning it out, and I want that back." You know, don't keep that book after you read it. You know, till we can. It's like with you, till we can get them in print. They're they're hard to come, even though a lot have been out there. They're yeah, there's just they're not circulating, <laughs> and uh, the uh, but we've had offers, but we we the lawyers let's just hold off because they feel real confident they're going to get these books up and 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 soon. This is basically exactly why we started the museum to kind of uh, preserve the stories of authors like yourself and uh, special cases and uh, document all the different types of censorship and banning that we see around the world. And yours is a very clear example of that in a very specific case with you know with regard to amazon well and, and i appreciate that joe because we we're we're when you're talking about censorship it's one thing to but you being a victimized of it yourself is it, it gives you another uh level of uh enthusiasm <laughs> in writing my books as being victimized by these people you know what i mean it's just I know exactly what you mean. I mean, you, yeah, you, a number of people have reached out to Ban, uh, Ban Books Museum. We, we opened only a few months ago and uh, yeah. already, and then immediately I got started getting messages from people like yourself mm-hmm. from many different countries and people sending us stuff, mm-hmm. um, sending us books in the mail with, you know, no, no notice, no nothing, just telling us, look, you know, I'm an author. I have been through this experience of having my book uh, censored or banned or whatever. And I'd like you to kind of like uh, tell the story. So it's suddenly this has become this like a responsibility, but also kind of a privilege. That's why I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to have this one-to-one communication. And like you said, instead of having a kind of third party between us, I'd rather just hear it directly from the author's mouth, what their interpretation of their experience was. It's, 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 it's good. It's, it's, it's good work you're doing. And uh, I hope someday to come over and, and, and to be able to see the museum myself. Hopefully if I win this case, I'll be able to do that. I mean, not, <laughs> you know, we, we expect to have the books up done either way. So I'll be able to send you books either way. But if we get uh, any type of a, of a, of a little settlement from that, I'm going to use it to come on over. I promise. I've always wanted to be there. I was in the travel industry. I just, you're, you're, I've never been to Estonia. I mean, I've, I've been to, you know, Germany, Switzerland, lots of other spots, but I, I you know, it's, it, it, uh, you put it on my bucket list. So, well, that sounds great. And uh, yeah, I really I look forward to getting a copy of the book. I'm sure it will be very uh, appealing to people who come into the museum because, like I said, it's something, it's something which people don't know about over here. So, uh, but there's a great enthusiasm for it. And so thank you very much for kind of introducing the subject and uh, communicating your story. And I'm very happy to kind of uh, preserve it for you. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. And enjoyed speaking with your audience. I'll, I'll see, talk to you soon, sir. If you enjoyed our podcast, you can find more information about Bandbooks at www.bandbooksmuseum.com, where you can find links to all of our social media. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bandbooksmuseum, where you can join our monthly book club. Your support is very much appreciated. This has been Joseph Dunnigan. Thank you for listening, and I'll speak to you next time.